we started watching it at age. It's 1020. Time goes by so fast when you watch it or something. Like, like mathematically? Yeah. It goes by faster, just the numbers? Well, it just flies by when you True. watch Terrace House. Welcome to Terrace House Mafia. I'm Nick. I'm Noelle. Um, I feel bad. What? Because... I was talk. I talked like ten minutes of shit on on the previous episode about Hannah, oh. and then this episode opens with her the conversation she ends up having upstairs with Kai, mm-hmm. and she articulates herself pretty well. Yeah, and even though I still think she's like nuts, I she explains why that bothered her so much and how helpless she feels, and yeah. I just felt like I owe her an apology. <laughs> she's like trying to be better. Yeah, she's like focused on her own self growth. There's yeah. a scene later in the episode when she's talking to uh, Vivi where she says, hey, just so you know, like, this is not about you. I don't resent you or Rio. It's me and my internal growth, which I thought was a really mature take. Yeah, that was the most mature thing she said. Yeah. Ever. On um, the show. I, I think so, too. Yeah. What did you think of that upstairs um, playroom scene between between Kai and Hana? Kai is a really good listener mm-hmm. and really good at giving advice. Yeah. And he brought that kind of side out of her in a way too. Mm-hmm. He right? he helped her realize her, what she's doing right. And he kind of told her what he sees in her and, and how special she is. I mean, like she's objectively cool. Yeah. Her wrestling shit is awesome. I, I, the she thing, is. The thing I wrote down, which is similar to saying that he's a good listener, is that I think he has, he was the exact right person in the house to have this conversation with her because we know he's been through kind of recent major heartbreak right the end of this three-year relationship that he seems like he's maybe still rattled by Mm -hmm. so he's like if anyone could empathize with her feeling heartbroken and disillusioned Mm -hmm. it's it's kai that's true i think so yeah that's true they uh they intercut this scene (laughs) kind of interestingly i thought this scene of hana and and kai talking having this very somber sad conversation they kept cutting back and forth between this and then the shots of Vivian Rio flirting. Oh, gosh. Um, which, like, that just reiterated to me just how insanely good Vivian Rio's chemistry is. I know. It's undeniable. And it, it turns out later that they totally knew that Hana was crying. Yeah. And just, like, pretended not to notice. No, totally. At the end of the episode, Vivi in the girls' room was like, hey, I wanted to talk to you. Were you sniffling as you walked past us? Yeah. Not that it stopped her from flirting full force with Rio. Yeah. Um, but their chemistry is... That's pretty scary, too. Dude, people are scary. That's what I'm learning. I should rename the show People Are Scary. Because <laughs> this episode, the past two or three episodes have been about how people are scary. But this is like real. Like this is how it is. Mm-hmm. True. And that's why we love the show. Yeah. I my I kept having a recurring intrusive thought during this episode of that was just me thinking over and over, God, I love Tara's house. Yeah. Like this episode reached depths and heights so that I, I don't think other TV has ever done for me. Yeah. Between the the sort of primal exhilaration of Vivian Rio flirting about their necklaces and how her necklace has an R on it. And he's like, oh, I thought it stood for Rio. And then she throws her little thingy at him all flirty. Yeah. And then they joke about how maybe it stood for Russia. And then she's like, well, maybe I'll get you a necklace that has V on it. And he kind of doesn't get it at first because he's a uh, dumb jock. That was like rom-com worthy script. It was so, better than fiction. Yeah. You can't write chemistry that good. Yeah. It just has to be real. Um, and then kind of on the other end of the spectrum, we learn so much about Topo. Yeah, Topo Topo. Let's keep calling him Topo. <laughs> Topo Chico is our nickname for him yeah. internally. Um I it was one of those have you ever known like a really quiet person who doesn't talk much, but when they get drunk it all like comes spilling out of them like as though this is what they're thinking and feeling all the time, but they don't 
feel like they're allowed to articulate it normally. Do you? I just feel like that's an archetype that exists. Yeah. And I think he falls squarely into it because he's he's either saying nothing or saying the politest, most banal shit ever. Right. Or he's drunk and he's like talking about the meaning of love. Literally. It's so... Hella deep, that so conversation. Deep, but like real deep. Like, that, like that, good. You're talking about the conversation between him and Vivi, right? Right. That was amazing television. Yeah. I, I love that scene. It was... It was so deep. It's almost like an indie movie or like a really well scripted movie. Yeah. Like a cult classic worthy like conversation. Also, shouts out to Vivi for managing to navigate a conversation that nuanced right. uh, in a in a language that's not her native language. Right. In her third language. She's so she's so she's basically fluent though. Like Yeah. I don't know how it happened. That's the thing. If we're gonna talk about one thing we don't like about Vivi, I think for me it's the false modesty. Of like, oh, I'm not really good at Japanese. Oh, I'm not really good at English. Oh, I'm not really good at drawing. Or even in the girls' room when she's talking to Hana and she's like, oh, maybe he's in love with you. Like, sh- shut the fuck up. That's, no, he's not. That's true. Like, that, that is kind of braiding on me, this whole like, oh, I don't even know if he's even interested. It feels fake. Don't pretend that you're not self-aware. Yeah, you would have to be missing four of your five senses to be in the room for that thing and not know yeah. that there's romantic tension there. And yeah. you could, it, the way she was like, uh, washing the rice and smiling, you know that she knows that that yeah. conversation was firing on all cylinders romantically. I mean, she exposed her shoulder. <laughs> that's, you know, it's like it's the 1910s or something. That's, <laughs> you know, considering how utterly dry this season has been, oh my God. that's about peak. That's <laughs> to the, This terrace house is the equivalent of yeah. America in the 1920s. Like, it, it just even a shoulder is, is enough to titillate it's in this like, economy. It's like coronavirus has been going on for 28 episodes because everybody's scared to touch each other. <laughs> like, what happens when coronavirus actually comes? Yeah. How could they get further apart? They're already They're... practicing social distancing for the past 28 <laughs> exactly. episodes or whatever. I just want... I just... I, I mean, it feels now like it's only a matter of time between... Before something happens with uh, Vivi and Rio, right? Yeah, definitely. Like one or... I mean, we keep... I keep hoping, you know, stuff happens. Mm-hmm. It always seems like stuff's gonna it happen. It just feels like they're like... They're they're stringing us along at this point. Yeah. We're just... Co- we're constantly... feel like we're one episode away from action. I've been led on too many times. <laughs> I don't believe it, actually. Speaking of leading on, uh, there's something that the peanut gallery said that I... Well, first of all, the peanut gallery had this incredible touching... Uh, semi-tribute to Tokui where yeah. where Yamachan like referenced Tokui's absence and then it cut to a, a vase of flowers they have to represent <laughs> him. Yeah. It's so awesome because they're so not doing what they're quote unquote supposed to, I feel like. Right. Like, like they just love him. Yeah. Like you almost feel like what they would be, what, what the production would prefer them to do is act like he never existed. But instead they gave him a great uh, send off when he left they keep referencing him and saying the things that, like, I bet if Toku was here, he'd say this. They're not um, they're, sweeping it under the rug. They're doing his name some good, too. They're I, like putting good words out about him. I agree. I think if if he's watched this episode, he was probably really touched by that. I bet it meant a lot to him. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I thought that was really sweet. But the thing that I was going to say is <laughs> when, when the peanut gallery is discussing the flirting scene between Vivi and Rio... <laughs> Yu Chan says that she thinks they have similar values. Yeah, no, that I don't. I don't I agree. Don't think, I think Phoebe's lying. I think that their chemistry is so strong that they're sacrificing their values. Because because what do we know about Rio? He likes older women. That's not her. He likes women who cook. 
that's not really her. She doesn't like cooking, according to her. Well, she was also saying, like, oh, I'm looking for a marriage. But really, she's, like, trying to move to L.A. to become an actress. Right. So I think I think both of them are kind of doing that thing that I think is natural to do when you're flirting with somebody who you're hitting it off with, which is, like, kind of adjusting your standards or making this fit, making this work within what you've yeah. told yourself are your rules. Well, when, like, someone that you're super attracted to is right in front of you and they say, like, they're looking for marriage mm-hmm. for, like, 30 minutes, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for honestly, marriage. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> it feels like Vivi could be like, oh, yeah, so I'm, like, a devout Muslim. And he'd be like, oh, dude, me too. That's crazy. Pretty much. Wow, we're like, both Muslim? Yeah. The most, the funniest version of that, actually, was the Ponzu conversation. Oh, my where God. She's like, she's like, yeah, I love Ponzu. And he's like... You are kidding me. <laughs> His reaction is like, that's cra- you Call my brother right now. Call him. I'm FaceTiming him right now. He'll tell you. I'm the number one Ponzu. Like, everyone likes Ponzu. What are you talking Everybody about? Everybody likes Ponzu. It was so... It'd be like... It'd be like if she said... What's the American equivalent? Like if she was like, I like McDonald's. And he's like, what? I've never met someone else who likes McDonald's before. That's insane. And he's like, chicken nuggets? And she's like, chicken nuggets? What's that? Yeah, right. Oh my God. She, Literally. When, so you're talking about... When he says that his preferred brand of ponzu is Ajipon. Yes. And she's like, what is that? Yeah. She's a fake ponzu girl. Yeah. She's like a fake gamer girl for ponzu. <laughs> but they just, that's the chemistry. That's the thing. The the innate caveman chemistry yep. is so powerful that it supersedes any actual common ground. And, and that's why I think um, in, one of the members of the peanut gallery was like, maybe this will fizzle out quickly. And everyone shut her down. She's totally right. I kind of agree. I think it's a pretty... It's it's not love. Everyone in the peanut gallery is talking about like this is what love is like. Why this is they, lust. This why is do not they love. Think it's love. I don't know. It's like they don't. It, I mean, it's they've been, never seen like lust before. Maybe. And or, this is why no one's having babies. <laughs> this, this podcast is like a secretly <laughs> a treatise on the birth rate. But um, no, like I mean, it's been so long since we've seen anything even remotely That's romantic true. in Terrace House that I can't blame them for forgetting the difference. Right. 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 Um, you should know out of all of them. Mm-hmm. She's she seems like she's experienced. Yeah, she's experienced a lot of loss. You know, Tokui would have known also. Tokui would have. We need. We are missing him more than ever yeah, right now. We need his perspective. Um, what did you think of uh, Topo and Emika's date? It was cute. It was a very Japanese date. That's what. Yeah, you said that at the time. Yeah. Like, what do you mean by that? Like he was just so polite mm-hmm. and like, I don't know. He's just really fucking Japanese. Mm. Which is weird because he's not from in blood, not Japanese. But she is too. She's like a like a your your average Japanese girl in mm. college. Have you noticed it seems to me like she gets more polite when she's around him. Like she almost mirrors yeah. the way he talks. Yeah. She doesn't speak with that and I'm going on the subtitles here, obviously, but she doesn't speak with that formality when she's talking to like Pepe back in the day, for example. It feels like she's kind of, and everyone does this, but she's, she's like... She's pretty formal, though. Really? Yeah. Okay. I feel like it. I guess I just feel like she seems more shy and reserved and, like, she's slotting into the the role that he's providing for her of, like, let's have a formal, polite date. Mm. Um, I feel like Topo is, has a lot more depth to him than she does, though. Mm. At least she hasn't exhibited it if she does have I think more depth. I, after his, his crying uh, breakdown in the boys' room, I agree. Yeah. I think... I think he's, like, a fascinating character. He's, like, probably the most interesting character on the show to me right now. Yeah. Because he's got demons. I know. And his relationship with Lily is so interesting. Mm-hmm. And Lily's already such, like, an eclectic person. Mm-hmm. But, like, they spend every day together. Yeah. Like, 
So he must have a really big impact on his values and stuff. And what's funny is we knew before that he looked up to, to Lily and the way he spoke about Lily was like, he saved my life. And it always just seemed maybe dramatic or like we didn't know why he was saying that. Right. But when he got drunk alone, which is worrying, but whatever, and came home. <laughs> he like, like after the train station, he went to go drink alone. Yeah. And I, he came home. I agree with the peanut gallery that that maybe is a red flag adjacent. He's a, He has like old lonely man vibes because he's hanging out with an old lonely man. Maybe. Um, but I, I think I understand after his drunken outburst in the boys room, like his affection for Lily now. He Lily is right. undeniably filling a, a father role in his life that totally. it seems like has been absent for him. Yeah. Um, and with, that's good. Yeah, that is good. Uh, it's excited to see Topo's progress. Same, 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 same. You know, what, you know what I was really impressed by this episode. What the fact that when he was in the um, the boys' room before we even knew he'd been drinking. You were like, is he drunk? And I was like, no, I don't think. I think he's just tired. And then he was like, I was drinking it before I went to the train station. And I was like, whoa, you called it. I can read people even through cinema. Even through the phone. Yeah. Kiss me through the phone. <laughs> um, by the way, shout out to Kai for dealing with oh. multiple crying people this week. He's a therapist. Bro, Kai has somehow wound up in the role of like, when when Hana was going through her shit, he somehow wound up on the other side of the table for her crying. And then in the boys' room, when there was the unexpected breakdown of Topo, like, he was there. He just keeps being the receptacle for everyone's tears. I know. I'm like, but what is Kai going through? I want to know what Kai's going through. Yeah, I want to know the details of that breakup, honestly. I, like... Yeah. I, I, I'm dying to know who broke up with who. Why I bet was they, it... like, had a kid or something. Wow. You think I bet. It's he has like that. that energy. He has that, like, I have a kid with an ex energy. Bro, if, you, if you're calling this shot correctly, you're, <laughs> that's going to be nuts. Um, I want to know the answer, though, and I'm sure, we'll, I'm sure we'll find out. I'm sure it's, like, some heavy Arizona shit. Some real Arizona. <laughs> some... Real Housewives of Arizona. <laughs> um, by the way, quick message to our friend Hana. Can we chill on the Kigurumi, like, a bit? Oh. Does she have any other clothes at all? Like, wash the Kigurumi. She's she did finally change at the end of this episode. She did? Good for her. But she'll probably get back in that Kigurumi. She stays in that Kigurumi, dog. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She's always in that damn Kigu. It doesn't make her seem any more mature. By the way, just one last thought about Tupas. Uh, he's like stealth pimping. <laughs> he's like, we, we he's so polite and so formal that I think he's been able to, like, think about it. He, he asked Emika to the playroom. Got her to go on a date with him. Asked her on another date at the end of this episode. <gasps> asked her to the movies. Oh my like, god! Told, you're right. Straight up told her he liked her. Like it's all couched in this this politeness, but he's like stealthily like the smoothest dude on this show. I think like Loki oh actually god. is the most play, playerific. You think he does this like every other month? I don't know that it's tactical. I think he is authentically like a weirdo polite guy, but I think he knows how to play the cards he's been dealt. Because it's, I, I feel like Emika could, there's a there's an outcome here where she ends up falling for him. Oh, yeah. She's already falling for him. Yeah. Huh, interesting. I just think he's like, we underestimated him. That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, there's a reason why he won that competition and got to be Lily's assistant. I guess so, yeah. I just like, my initial knee-jerk reaction was that he was Ruka 2.0, and there's more going on here than that. Yeah. And that's exciting. I want him to shave his head. Why do you keep saying that? 
Because his bangs are just like touching his eyes. Yeah, dude, he's got those fucking Shin Megami Tensei persona bangs that is just a big semicircle that practically covers his eyes. When, during his emotional scene in the kitchen, I was like, I can't see you. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I can't see you, dude. I mean, it's cute, but a shaved head would look good on him. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I think his face is... Look at... He doesn't... I don't know if he has the jawline to support oh, a shaved head. Oh, is it the jawline that supports a shaved head? He's like... I, I don't know, man. I think he is not necessarily the most handsome dude in the show. He's not bad looking at all. Yeah, but I think a lot of that's the accoutrement. The 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 crazy, trendy hair he's got. Oh, you think The way so? he dresses, the sideburns. I just don't think that his face is... is um, well, I think he's cute. But you're right, he doesn't have much of a jawline. No, it just kind of vanishes. You're right. Anyways. He, anyways. <laughs> pumped to see what happens next. Um, I hope... What's what's your hope for the next episode? Like, what do you want to see? I just want someone to hook up. I we know, and not secretly, like Emika and Yo did. You mean like on cam? Yes. Like Shohei filming his his scene in the porno film. <laughs> no, not like that. You want to see a gigantic nutsack? No, like I mean that'd be fine too. But <laughs> I mean, in past seasons, we've got like cute hookup, actual romance happening. Hmm. You know, everybody's it, asexual so far. Yeah, it's weird because like I've, when I pitch this season to people, I tell them it's one of the best Terrace House seasons ever, but I guess it depends on the yardstick. And like, if your measurement of, of the quality of a Terrace House season is like romantic intrigue, it's all been basically hypothetical this season. Yeah. Uh, and that's rough. Um, but I hope Vivi, like my hope for the next episode, for episode 20, what, nine? Vivi and Joe. I just want Vivi to keep the pressure on on Rio. Like she, the unrelenting. She's going to make the first move. Yeah, I agree with you and the peanut gallery on that. Yeah. It's going to be her. Yeah. Because if we know one thing, it's that all the dudes in this house are some some damn cowards. Yeah. Um, but... Joe could have even hooked up with Hana if he wanted. Yeah. Dude, he could have... I hooked... don't even... Crazy. It's nuts, man. Crazy. The sperm count is so low. I don't understand. <laughs> this is a low T show. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, that's our analysis of, of this episode <laughs> of the program. It's um, very great. Yeah. I'm having a field day though. I Vivi continues to be the the true shot of adrenaline that Terrace House needed. Topo um, too, honestly. Yeah, Topo in a weird, dark, like yeah. murky way. I'm liking Topo. I'm liking this emo energy he's yeah. bringing the Terrace House. The realness. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the Terrace House casting department for continue and the editors, I guess, for presenting it well. But like, yeah, this season continues to kick ass. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we'll do this again. Yeah.